Welcome to the Know or Not podcast. I'm your host, Ken Delbridge, and in each episode, we'll explore different topics that hopefully will enrich our understanding of the world we live in. In our first season, I'm going to focus on craftspeople and artists in Singapore and learn more about the wonderful creative community around us. For our debut episode, No One Not goes grand on glamour as we listen through the lens of a top fashion photographer. You take two steps back and look at the screen, you just know you got it. It's gut feeling. That's it. (laughs) A picture is worth a thousand words. It's a phrase first coined over a hundred years ago. And in the age of Instagram and image-driven social media, the power of a photograph is stronger than ever. For photographers who have gone from the analog world of 35mm film to that of the digital camera, the picture on the front of a magazine, the cover shot, still holds a magical place. A single frame that captures the essence of a publication. When you're Singapore Tatler, with a reputation for beautiful, eye-catching cover shots, the pressure can be enormous. In this episode of our mini-series on photography, the Know or Not podcast brings you behind the scenes of the cover shoot for Singapore Tatler's passion issue. It's an overcast Tuesday afternoon in early January, and the lunch service at the restaurant is winding down. In the bar section upstairs, the creative team from Singapore Tatler has commandeered the area, setting up for the first of four shots. They have a tight deadline. The dinner service that evening means the full photo shoot has to wrap by 6pm, which gives them just an hour for each setup. The core of the team here are Singapore Tatler's editor, its fashion director and senior art director, and of course, the photographer. We're going to meet each of them, and at the end of our podcast, we're going to talk to our passion couple. I'm Terence Lim, I'm the editor of Singapore Tatler. In any magazine, the buck stops with the editor. They're the one responsible for every word and image in their publication. It's a huge responsibility, and it's down to Terence to decide on the cover shoot for an issue. Usually when, when we select the personalities, right, um, there has to be a news point about the personalities. It could be them starting a new venture, it could be them celebrating a milestone in their business, or it could just be something interesting about them that people don't know about. From there, once we have fixed the news point about the person and all the personalities, then we will expand the story from there. It depends on how long the story is supposed to be, whether it's spread over six pages, eight pages or ten pages. We will try to work backwards and then to decide how many photos we need for that story. So let's say we are doing a six-page story. Generally, we'll need about three big anchor photos for that. And then we will sit down and discuss based on the theme of the story, what are the angles and what are the things that we want to capture about the personalities. Of course, we will do our own recce at the same time. So we'll find like three suitable locations. It could be within the same place, but you know, three different spots. Uh, And then we will try to articulate from there. The cover of a magazine makes the first impression for that issue. For newsstand sales, heavy kind of magazines, cover definitely work. They're very important. For us, we are a subscription-based kind of magazine. Of course, the cover still matters because you are a reader. You have many, many copies of different magazines on, on your desk or at the airport lounge. Which magazine are you going to like pick up? Clearly, the, the cover that appeals to you most is the one that you're going to pick up. At the shoot, Terence is keeping tabs on everything as the team gets ready for the first frame to be shot. 
What's the secret for keeping things on track during a shoot? I'm generally the force at the back. I leave it to the fashion director and the art director to move things around. But we work as a team. So after they shot the picture, they've composed it, they've cropped the photo. The three of us will like sit down, look at the photo and then we'll decide, okay, well, does this work? Does this not work? What's lacking? If it's good, then shall we just move on to the next photo? Game begin. For the passion issue of Singapore Tatler, the decisions regarding the fashion worn by the cover couple fall on the broad shoulders of one man. I'm Desmond Lim. I'm the fashion director for Singapore Tatler. I think the process of um, setting the fashion for a photo shoot really depends on number one, the personality seeing how they are in their own natural style and then us being a tattler we try to sometimes um, push them just a little bit more and also working very closely with um, our advertisers seeing what works for them in terms of um, a particular trend or what's uh, in store so I think these are the process that we think about um, and also in line keeping things in line with what um, the cover topic is, for example, if it's a passion issue or it's an issue on um, philanthropy. So these also kind of put things together into perspective and make us think a little bit harder on how we actually decide what sort of fashion should be on the magazine or uh, the kind of image that we would like on the cover. Game over. With trends in fashion continuously changing, how does Desmond decide which direction to take? Today's cover, uh, we're going to be doing something with regards to passion. So February for us is going to be uh, somewhat the passion issue. So I think today it's going to be a nice mix of seeing them having a little fun, see, uh, showcasing a bit of passion between the two of them and how they run their business. Um, also as how they are as partners and how they are as parents. And I think it's, it's things that are really quite intimate that I think um, the readers are going to be really quite keen about. So in terms of style, we want them to be quite casual, something that's quite easily attainable. But at the same time, you want them to be pretty much quite stylish so we have very nice things from Prada we have uh, beautiful suits from Ferragamo it's just giving them that just right amount of color as well so it just makes um, these characters pop with movies like the devil wears Prada focusing on the fashion world what's the biggest misconception that people have about the role of a fashion director fashion people, are, we are actually human camels because we spend a lot of time carrying so much things on our backs, running from store to store, going from malls to malls, that it's just incredulous how we actually pull together a shoot. Even though it's just for a six-pager or a four-pager, we actually have truck loads of things in our car. We have a truck loads of things in our luggage. So it's really a lot of hard work. It's um, a lot of times when people see fashion, they see of it as, you know, you go to events, it's really quite glamorous, you wear nice things but that's really just the 10% of it. I think a lot of it comes with being very certain of a direction that you set. It's also knowing the kind of trend that works for your magazine because I think that's also very key. Everybody could do Lady Gaga but at the end of the day would Lady Gaga be able to transcend the kind of message to your magazine? That's a whole different story altogether. So I feel being a good stylist or being a good fashion director, I think it's also being able to take all the big trends and turn them into things that your audience can resonate. And I think that's very important. So a lot of 
thinking, a lot of reading as well. Uh, you basically have to be like a sponge. You read from all sorts. You you listen to different sorts of music. You look at interior magazines. I even watch like National Geographic just to get a hint of you know how things are sometimes, like what the world's actually changing, what they're looking as well. Because fashion is really not just about pretty clothes. You know, it's it's also about a change of climate, a change of politics, a change of what's happening around the world. So I think these are the things that eventually make you have a whole lot more thought process when it comes to creating your fashion pages and it makes things a little bit more in-depth than really just putting out clothing. At Singapore Tatler, the magazine's creative output is divided into two departments. How the magazine looks is the responsibility of the art and photography side. My name is Matilda. I'm the Senior Art Director at Singapore Tatler. Defining a clear vision for the shoot is critical in bringing everyone to focus on one common goal. It's teamwork, so it's not me alone giving direction or the vision itself. We have meetings, churn out ideas and decide the personality. From there, after we've decided on the idea, I will usually do a mock-up so everyone has a clear idea on how we're going to do the cover picture. And then I'll be on set to art direct and guide everyone back to the original idea that we have if they tend to like stay off course. Singapore Tatler has an unmistakable look to its covers, but would it be accurate to say there's a common theme? Unlike fashion magazines, uh, we are not pressured to do a certain look because we shoot a lot of real people. We strive to bring out the best angle, the best body language that we have. So each cover, if you notice, they might vary um, from style to style. But in totality, we um, still strive to produce good and modern pictures. Like fashion, trends exist in art and photography. How does Matilda keep her finger on the pulse? I think in this time of day, it's very disruptive. So I think we should see a variety of things, whether it's fashion, music, politics, heavy reads, easy reads, silly things, Pinterest, website, Instagram, even talking to new people observing them and having conversations are ways to find new things, understand what's going on. So we should be have an open mind and be exposed to different genres, not just because I'm in media, I should only do creative things or things that look pretty. I think we also can look into social causes, things that's not related to media. So I feel you are exposed to different mindset and things, then from there you can develop and try to uh, write on the trend and create your own identity. The photo shoot today will run until 6pm, which means four hectic hours working with the passion couple. At what point will she know she has the cover image? It's usually a gut feeling, uh, but the main things are the lighting's right, the face looks great and the body language is good. And you take two steps back and look at the screen, you just know you got it. It's gut feeling. Yes, that's it. <laughs> the other creative side of the magazine is editorial. And if a picture is indeed worth a thousand words, then the words that will go with the accompanying article for the cover shoot need to be exceptionally well written. The text will need to capture the personality of a cover couple. It's a daunting task that goes to the features writer. Editor Terence Lim explains the approach. It all depends on the subject matter, right? We try to keep the voice of the story as Singapore tattler as possible. I mean, there is a distinctive voice in the magazine. We try not to veer too far away from it. I can't really define what it is in words to you, but when you read a Singapore tattler article, 
or a story, you will roughly get it. How will the features writer adapt the words to match the mood or style of the couple featured on the cover? The common thread between all our covers is that our main responsibility as a creative force is to make our cover personalities look good on the cover, which is beneficial on many fronts. One, the cover looks appealing, people pick up and read. Two, your cover personalities are happy. And three, as a publisher, we want to produce good products. So that is the common thread. But if you are asking me in terms of aesthetic style, we try not to pigeonhole ourselves into fixing a, a particular shooting method or a particular styling uh, look. So we, we keep it very fluid, we keep it open. There's so much more to the work of the photographer on a cover shoot than merely releasing the shutter. They have to be able to get the most out of the talent within the near impossible deadline, capturing technically perfect shots while letting their creativity flow. Hi, my name is Darren Liao. I'm a photographer and I shoot a lot of covers and fashion stories for Singapore Tatler. Since this podcast miniseries is about photography, we're going to spend a little more time talking with Darren. What I did when I started was more of fashion photography, but slowly as I progressed, I did more real people and uh, more commercial pictures as well. So Singapore Tatler's fashion director took note of that and uh, I managed to get a first job with him. And then that's how I ended up doing a lot of things with um, Singapore Tatler and their covers and everything. The cover shot for a magazine is still considered the holy grail for photographers, a milestone that can boost a career. What changed after he shot his first cover? Was it a big boost for me once I got my first cover? That would be a definite yes. Because it got my work out there, people started noticing what I do. Because people in the industry take notice, more so than uh, normal people as well. So yeah, definitely it helped my career grow because of that. Once I achieved that mark, I went on to bigger things. I, I got bigger jobs because of that. So yes, that's definitely a starting point for, for photography and doing covers. Technically speaking, what's required for a cover shoot? Having good gear definitely helps, I would say, but it's not a make or break thing for photography because you can have the lousiest camera, but you have a very good direction, a very good eye behind shooting and everything. That is what actually makes a picture. Every commission is different because some clients require your pictures to be blown up big for like buses or uh, advertisements in malls. So normally for that, we would get like a medium format camera. For magazines, like for Singapore Tatler, I would use my own things. So I have a digital DSLR camera and that is usually more than enough for a magazine because a magazine is pretty small, so you don't have to have a large size camera. For the listeners who now absolutely have to know what Darren used, his setup was a Canon 5D Mark IV mounted on a tripod with a geared head and it's shot with two Canon L lenses, a 24-70mm and a 70-200mm, both f2.8, both workhorses for this kind of photography, capable of delivering high-resolution images with astounding detail. He used a single bronze color strobe that was triggered wirelessly and his camera was tethered to a 15-inch MacBook Pro mounted on his own tripod running Capture One software to show the scene the image and also configured with a second window to confirm focus on the eyes. Whew. Okay, back to the podcast. <coughs> Once everything is set up, taking a shot is simple. But the magic of portrait photography requires the soft skill of working with people. What's his secret to getting the most out of his subjects? So this is an interesting question because I get that a lot. A lot of the times in the past, I would make fun of myself to get the conversation going. So normally when I'm shooting people, I make fun of myself. I 
I say silly things or I, I have a conversation with them when I'm shooting them. I direct them, but at the same time, I talk to them and ask them what they, what they do for a living or, or how do you feel right now? And usually that makes them laugh and it gives you a very good reaction, a good picture as well. One interesting thing, like for weddings or like couples, I tend to like to say like, oh, imagine you're in love, you know, pretend you love her. And that usually would make them laugh as well because obviously they're in love and, and uh, it's a bit silly for me to say such things. So that will give me a good picture and a good reaction because they tend to look at each other and that's a, a very nice moment between the two of them. So that's how I get them to laugh and everything. So what are Darren's emotions once the magazine is out on the newsstands? I generally feel happy. I think anybody would feel happy to see their work or whatever they do put up on a massive scale, you know, because this is the whole of Singapore we're talking about. I feel rather accomplished and recognised for my work. And this is always keeps me going as well. So it's almost like a drug, you know, you see your work up there and then you want to be better for the next one. So this is something that drives every photographer, I think, or any artist or any person who is like, you know, doing the job that they love. I think they always want to be better for the next one. So that's how I feel. The Singapore Tatler team has been working for over four hours now as they photographed our passion couple in four locations. The team is remarkably in sync with each other, anticipating and reacting perfectly to keep the shoot moving forward. Together with makeup artist Delaney and Darren's camera assistant, they work on shoots like these every month and it's a very well-oiled machine. This is critical because it keeps our passion couple relaxed. And the images previewed on the laptop look stunning. Darren has already shown Matilda and Desmond several images that could be our cover shot, complete with a temporary crop in the correct ratio for the cover of Singapore Tatler. After the shoot wraps, Darren will spend hours deep into the night to complete all the post-production required to turn the raw images into print-ready files for Singapore Tatler's print team to incorporate into the cover for their passion issue. And now, our cover couple. Lin Yao DeVito and Beppe DeVito. Hi, my name is Beppe De Vito. I'm the chef owner of uh, Elido Group. My name is Lynn. I'm a proud mother of four sons. Marco, Tanin, Nico and Lucio. With a Singaporean husband who is a Michelin star chef. We run a group of family restaurants under the Elido Group. We have art restaurant, Aura, Amor, Brachi, Sons, Southbridge. I'm pretty much involved in the whole operation, mostly uh, at the back, though I still get uh, my team to shine in front of me. I am a very passionate marketeer. PR person. These days we call it integrated communications. We travel a lot together, me and Lynn alone. We need uh, that. We do that at least uh, every other month. And we make sure to bring the family uh, out at least uh, two, three times a year as well. Um, so that's us, yeah. So why did Lynn and Beppe accept Singapore Tatler's invitation to appear on the cover of The Passion Issue? I guess it was about the topic on passion and Pepe's passion in, in the kitchen and the industry as a whole. She's all, hey, you're passionate, you gotta come and do this. I'm like, okay. Well, I think we're both passionate about what we do. Um, my job seems quite straightforward, but actually it's, uh, it's not just a single job. I'm not just in charge of the kitchen or the floor or the accounting or the marketing. I pretty much uh, have my hands everywhere. And so does she. I mean, she, she has uh, several jobs four children, me as well, I'm the fifth child as well. I guess you have to be passionate about all of those things in order to take it on board more than a single job at each time, uh, otherwise you, you won't be able to do it. It's been a long four-hour photo shoot. How do they feel right now? It didn't feel like it, honestly. 
Has it been yeah. four and a half hours? Well, yeah, six o'clock now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't feel like it for me. I was enjoying the attention. No, no one was idling around at any even time. Everyone was trying to get something done, which is good. Although either of us was pausing at times, you could see that everybody's trying to get uh, stick to the schedule and get things done quickly, which is, I guess, makes our, our job uh, much, much easier as well. The issue will hit the stands about a month after this shoot. Have they kept their cover a secret? No, we didn't tell anybody, yeah. It's not really a secret. I just didn't, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll say something's brewing behind the scene. Well, her friends are used to it. She's, uh, she's. No, uh, that's not true. <laughs> I'm not used to it. She's often involved in uh, in this kind of in things. In PR and marketing, um, yeah. Less me, but. Um, I think his but, parents uh, would be happy. I think. Yeah, I think it's you know relatives that always that always ex- gets always excited about these kind of things. So uh, yeah. We never so. had a wedding shoot. No. No, no, no. Really? We are, we're not the traditional sort of couple where we have honeymoons and weddings and celebrations. So, so today this she is... told me, yeah, just think of it as the shoot that you never heard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that I never had. I, I don't miss the shoot, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is really fun and I, I'm going to put it in our new house. Today's shoot has been nothing but passionate and fun. So thank you to the team and to... My husband, Thank who's you. really participating in this, uh, willingly. <laughs> After four hours with the Singapore Tattle team being photographed in the gorgeous Aura restaurant at National Gallery Singapore, our interview was the first chance Pepe and Lin had to have time again as a couple. And it was barely five minutes before they couldn't resist kissing. For the passion issue of Singapore Tattler, once Pepe and Lin agreed to appear, the only thing the team really needed to do was to capture the love between them. The Passion Issue of Singapore Tatler is now available across Singapore. You can visit their website at singaporetatler.com. This episode of Know or Not Podcast was produced by Splicecast and hosted by me, Ken Delbridge. My thanks to Singapore Tatler Managing Director Corinne Ung for making this possible, and I am deeply indebted to the creative team for letting me interview them while busy working on this shoot. A special thanks to Pepe and Lynn for being so gracious with their time after the shoot and to Aura Restaurant for hosting us. To learn more about this podcast, please visit knowornot.com.